Welcome to the Manifestation Bay podcast. My name is Katherine Zinkina, and I'm a manifestation expert, master mindset coach, and multiple seven-figure entrepreneur. I'm obsessed with helping you achieve everything that you once thought was impossible. If you're looking to massively up-level your life, your finances, your relationships, your productivity and success, then you have come to the right place. My goal on this podcast is to help you see the infinite potential within yourself to be, do, and have anything that your heart desires. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset development to help you maximize who you are and where you're going. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, the resources, the strategies, and teachings that you need to manifest a reality wilder than your wildest dreams. I know we're about to have so much fun together, so thank you so much for pushing play today, and now let's begin. If you've been wanting to master the art of manifesting money and cultivate a lighter, more enjoyable, more feminine, and dare I say, pleasurable approach to creating more money in your life, look no further because Sovereign Money is about to relaunch in just a couple of days. In fact, it opens up on Monday, May 20th, which is literally just around the corner. And this launch, I am doing something that I've never done before for everyone who gets on the wait list. I am giving you $100 off of your enrollment into Sovereign Money, and I'm opening the doors one day early with that $100 off special. This is only available to those who get on the wait list before Sunday the 19th, and it will expire once we launch to the public on May 20th. Don't wait. You can get on the wait list right now by going to manifestationbabe.com slash SM. That's S as in sovereign, M as in money. Again, that's manifestationbabe.com slash SM for that $100 off of your enrollment into sovereign money. Hello, gorgeous souls, and welcome back to the Manifestation Babe podcast. I hope you're having a fantastic start to your day or end to your day, no matter what time of day you're listening to this. I hope that wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whatever you're going through is all wonderful. So I am continuing on with the ayahuasca series. So this is part three of my experience of going to Rhythmia Life Advancement Center in Costa Rica and going through four different ayahuasca ceremonies. If this is the very first episode that you're landing on, I suggest that you go back to episode number 116, where I talk about the who, what, when, where, and why of ayahuasca. And then episode number 120 for part one and episode number 121 for part two, because let me tell you, even though I don't really talk about the experience as much, but more so the learnings and the takeaways and the main lessons and everything that I brought home with me from Rhythmia, um, it's still going to be a little confusing unless you get context. So I suggest you go back to episode number 116 to learn a little bit more about ayahuasca and why I chose to go through this experience. Episode number 120 for part one and episode number 121 for part two. 
Okay, you guys, one week ago today, I was still in Costa Rica, but I was already at another hotel. So it's been exactly a week since I left Rhythmia to this day, and it's been about eight days since my last ceremony. So there have been a ton of takeaways that I brought home with me, but I compiled a list for you guys to share with you the main nine and kind of like the nine themes of what I brought home. Um, Rhythmia talks about a two-week integration process, and so I've been really integrating the last two weeks with so many ups and downs, but overall the lessons, the takeaways, and the learnings have obviously stuck. And that's the beauty of ayahuasca because it's not like doing, it's not like drinking alcohol where you black out and forget everything that happened, or you, you know, take another drug and you get so high that you completely numb out and you forget everything that happened. Ayahuasca is not a drug. It is not a narcotic. It is considered to be medicine. The indigenous cultures of the Amazon considered to be the most potent and powerful medicine that is capable of healing humanity. And it is one of the most powerful healing modalities. So it's not a drug and you remember everything, almost everything that happened. And Rhythmia talks a lot about how it's important to not forcefully connect the dots because the dots of your journey will be connected as time goes on and as you integrate and as life happens. And they say that 50% of the work that is done with ayahuasca is actually done when you bring it home, when you come home, when you integrate back in your life and you apply the learnings from your ceremonies back into your life. And that's 50% of the miracle. And so even if your life is radically changed and you're like, oh my God, this is amazing. I found the keys to the universe. Like, holy freaking fuck. This is so awesome. That is only 50% of the miracle, which I think is so, so cool. And Rhythmia, um, in the final integration circle that we had, we had it with Jerry himself, who is the owner of Rhythmia. He talked a lot about how there are some dips and ups and downs in the two-week process. It's about two weeks. And he talked about how day eight is one of the lowest days. And interestingly enough, today is day eight for me. And I woke up this morning feeling a little bit anxious just about stuff in my business, like things that need to get done. And I found myself trying to control the timeline and trying to, you know, I had to stop myself from texting my team to be like, oh my God, we need to do this. We need to do that. We need to change this. And I'm like, wait a second, hold up, hold up, hold up a moment. Catherine, calm down. That is not going to get anything done. Relax. There is absolutely nothing in control outside of yourself. You can only control these feelings. Allow yourself to feel. Do not numb. Figure out or don't even try to figure out what you're feeling. Just feel through it and just know that you are being divinely guided, loved, and protected. And even though this is like considered, you know, a dip for me and I felt some of those emotions come up, what was amazing is how quickly I was just able to become aware of it and how quickly I was able to work through it and center myself and come and sit down and record this podcast, which is awesome. And then uh, Jerry talks about how after day eight, you kind of climb back up and then all of the kind of healing that you had while you're at Rhythmia gets solidified and you feel a lot more stable. So it's completely normal to feel ups and downs, um, which is good to know because I definitely needed to know that because if I didn't know that, I would be like, oh my God, oh my God, did I not do it right? And that was one of my lessons is like right versus wrong and how there is no such thing. So 
Let's just dive in. I want to share with you my nine different lessons or nine different themes that I learned that I brought home with me and that completely transformed my life. So number one for me was the fact that there is so much more, so much more that goes on beyond the physical realm. And yes, of course, as a metaphysical spiritual teacher, of course, I knew that. But for the first time ever, I was able to actually see that. I felt like I was able to lift the veil off between the physical and spiritual world and go and explore the spiritual world and see that there is so much more that goes on beyond what we can see and how so many people get stuck in trying to figure out you know, 3D problems. And what I mean by 3D is third dimensional, like physical problems using physical force, like using sheer action or just hustle or grinding their way through or forcing their way through to get the answer to a problem that they created uh, in the, in the 3D consciousness, right? So you know how Albert Einstein talks about how, you know, you can never solve a problem using the same level of consciousness that created it. This is pretty much what I'm talking about and how there's just so much more that goes on beyond the physical senses. And there's absolutely no way, you know, when people get so caught up in the how, like how is it going to happen and when is it going to happen? And they try to control every little piece. What I was able to see and really experience is that there's just no way. The universe is so mystical and so big and so um, beautiful and so complex. And there's just so much going on that we could never, ever, ever truly see how much the universe conspires in our favor to help us co-create the life that we want. And that all we we are ever in charge of is our intention. And intention is absolutely everything because it is the thing that directs our consciousness to create and how important it is to let go because we are only co-creating from the 3D dimension. And we are only co-creating through our physical senses. We can we can only create from what we can see, touch, taste, feel, hear, right? The five physical senses and how the universe goes beyond the physical senses. And so we need to trust that everything that's going on beyond the physical senses of what we can see and what we what we think we, we can control, we need to completely let go of. There is absolute, like we are wasting so much time and so much energy and putting so much stress on us by trying to control every little thing in our life. And another thing I saw for the first time ever, like really experiencing in my body, how we are always being guided and how we are always so infinitely loved and we are so protected every single step of the way. And, you know, like manifestation, you know, you get what you focus on is so true. And we are creators of our world by choosing what we spend the majority of our time focusing on. And the universe is quantum. And I don't know if you guys have ever read the book, The Holographic Universe. I have not yet read it, but I have read a ton of research about scientists basically confirming that there's a lot of evidence that we live in a holographic universe and that we live in a multidimensional, infinite multiverse with infinite parallel realities and how at any given moment in time, at any given moment, all possibilities exist. And how all possibilities in your life is available to you at every single moment. And that you cannot create from circumstance. You have to start creating from possibility. You have to know that your desires 
want you as much as you want your desires. Your desires are desiring you as much as you are desiring your desires. And that you have to look at all the infinite possibilities. And I know it's almost impossible because we are human beings and we're pretty much, you know, stuck here in the 3D physical world. And we are using, you know, the creation process, which goes beyond the 3D physical world. And so sometimes it's really hard for us to conceptualize that everything is possible. Absolutely everything is possible. And that's what I came back from my ayahuasca trip or trips, four trips, literally and figuratively. Um, I came back from my ayahuasca trip just knowing that absolutely everything is possible. And you just need to be super intentional with your life and not use your circumstances, like what you're currently making at your job or how much you currently are earning in your business or what your current relationship is or what your current experience of love is and all this stuff that we keep using as the building blocks for our life. And what ayahuasca taught me is that those are shitty building blocks to use. Like, why would you use the building blocks of your past to recreate your future when you have access to all of the building blocks you could possibly ever need and so much more? And how the universe is always conspiring in your favor and will give you the building blocks that you don't even know that you need. And that's where the intention of this or something better comes in, where you can intend on something and then trust that something better is just around the corner. The second lesson for me is, of course, I've mentioned this a couple of times, but it keeps coming back. And I'm actually about to go to a yoga class and I booked a breathwork class for Monday night. So I'm super excited about that. Um, Breathwork, meditation, and yoga are just no longer optional for me. These are the tools and technologies that exist to keep you connected at all times. And I just know that as long as I stay spiritually connected, I will be able to manifest anything and everything in my life. That as long as I keep my intuition open and trust my intuition and trust that I'm on the right path, everything is possible. And I just need to give my body a ton of love, give my mind a ton of love, give my spirit a ton of love and realign it constantly with the universe. And for me, you know, meditation is important as with everybody, actually. Yoga is very important. Breath work is very important. And so I really learned that these things are no longer optional. It's not something that I do just for fun. It's not something I do when I need it. It is something that I do consistently consistently as often as I possibly can. The third thing is more nature. (laughs) I am still a city girl. And I actually had a vision come to me in the middle of ceremony that I don't think I mentioned in the previous episodes. And the vision was actually a, um, a new living situation that is more in alignment with me. And when I tuned into that living situation, and it's not like you have to even tune in, ayahuasca will show you whether you're ready to tune in or not. Um, What I was shown was a beautiful view of Los Angeles. And I was so afraid that ayahuasca would be like, okay, Catherine, you need to sell your business. You need to quit everything. You need to move to the mountains and you need to go meditate in the mountains 24-7, right? Every single entrepreneur, every single ambitious person is so afraid of that. But ayahuasca, what it does is, is it just brings you back to your more authentic self. So it'll never show you something shocking. Like it'll never show you something that you never in your life 
ever desired or thought of in the past. It'll only show you visions that perhaps maybe you were suppressing or repressing, like dreams and desires that you had as a kid or dreams and desires that you've always wanted but just didn't believe were possible for you. It will show you the actual manifestation of that vision. And so the manifestation of this vision was me living in this house with Brennan. And it said, Catherine, you need to you need to live in this house. You need to meditate here and you need to send love over Los Angeles every single day. And that you are one of the angels protecting the city. And it's no wonder that you've always felt connected to it. And you've always been a city girl because you are not meant to necessarily live, you know, in the middle of nowhere. Like you're meant to live in the city. You're meant to uh, spread love and light to the city because God knows the city needs it, but then also find ways to go back into nature. And so that was very reassuring for me. And of course, um, I'm like, oh my God, I need to find this house. And I even asked Ayahuasca, I was like, what is this house? How much is it? How much am I paying for it? How am I going to pay for it? I had all these questions and she just answered them. And I feel so at peace. And so Brenda and I are essentially going out and we're going to go house hunting and we're going to go look for this house that I saw in my vision. And I actually confirmed with a medium um, after my Rhythmia trip, my mom saw a medium like a couple months ago or a couple weeks ago. And this medium asked to see me and she's like, oh my God, I need to talk to your daughter. Like your daughter is amazing, blah, 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 blah. And so I saw this medium and she actually confirmed everything that I saw in my vision. And she's like, I see you moving into a house and this house is on a hill and it has a view and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. We'll get back to this medium in another lesson because I have um, another thing that I wanted to share with you that was just so goosebump inducing for me. So more nature. Um, I started to appreciate nature and not that I never appreciated nature before in the past, but after ayahuasca, I realized how much intelligence nature has to offer to us. Like nature is so incredible. It is such a source of life for us and how important it is to conserve nature. And I told you guys that I had visions of like earth, you know, crying for help. And um, there's actually another takeaway that's, it's all interconnected, but I had another, I had another vision of a business that came to me that not only helps the environment, which is so important in conserving nature, but also raises the consciousness of the planet at at the exact same time. And I started to see the connection between conscious people and how conscious people have an interest in protecting the environment, protecting earth, saving earth, whatever, whatever phrase you resonate with. I see it as protecting. Some people say as saving, preserving, conserving, whatever. And um, so my appreciation really grew and I started to look at trees differently and I started to look at plants differently. I started to look at animals differently. Um, my love for everything, my heart, as I, as I was saying in the past, like in the other journeys, how my heart was just constantly expanding and expanding and expanding. And so I think that Brenda and I are going to start planning just some nature trips, like maybe going to the mountains or maybe going camping and just stay connected and tuned in to the infinite intelligence that nature has to offer. Um, the third lesson or the third theme or actually fourth theme that I'm taking home with me is how I'm eating. And I already shared a little bit about this, but 
basically I tune right into what my body needs, what it doesn't need, what is good for my body, what isn't good for my body, what promotes uh, negative emotions and what inspires positive emotions out of me. And it was very connected to how a ton of food, like all the food that we're eating right now in our society and in our culture in America and wherever you live, like most of the world, um, especially the developed world is eating so much processed food. And how all this processed food and all this crap is just weighing us down and it's keeping us distracted. It's keeping us distracted from what's really going on in the world and how we can all raise our consciousness together to help the planet. And as one raises their consciousness, so does another because we are all one together. But things like TV and gossip and celebrity gossip and tabloids and the internet and food and shitty food, all of these are just distractions. And we are using these things to numb out how we actually feel and what's actually going on inside of us. And it's no wonder that people have tuned out so much of their intuition. They can't hear their intuition anymore because they've completely just tuned it out. And how they're eating and what they're focusing on and what they're paying attention to isn't helping. And so one of the easiest ways to start clearing that channel is in how you eat. And so, and of course, I'm a big promoter. I've always been a big promoter that everybody has their own specific diet and that no diet is right for everyone. I am not um, one of those people who will ever promote a specific diet to like one size fits all. And I appreciate it when other people understand that, no, I have not become a vegan after ayahuasca. And I know that there are so many of you who are constantly hoping I go vegan. And I understand why going vegan is impactful in a positive way for the planet and for humanity. But at the same time, I also do believe that we do need protein. I do believe that we do need at least a little bit of animal protein, not a lot, but a little bit. And that's because I have tuned in to my own body I've used my intuition. I've known it for years that my body thrives off of some protein. I actually feel physically sick if I don't have protein in my in my in my system. Now, the level of protein and the quality of protein and the type of protein is what was channeled through me um, with ayahuasca. And I learned that I should not be eating beef, I should not be eating pork, no processed foods, no sugar, which I've already been doing pretty good with, no alcohol, which I hardly ever drink. Um, but of course, a hundred percent organic whenever possible, because you know, I travel sometimes you're on an airplane. It's not like they're serving organic food. That's fine. But for the majority of the time, investing in organic food, like investing in your food is going actually going to pay you back tenfold in the future. Because as your spirit is clean, as your body is clean and your spirit is able to, um, live in a clean vessel, right? Essentially like be in a clean vessel and you're able to hear your intuition. Your intuition is directly connected to your channels of abundance and your abundance will grow as long as you keep listening to your intuition and following your intuition. So this is actually, even if you're going to the grocery store and paying hundreds of dollars more for your groceries, it's all going to pay you back. Like you are actually saving money and actually making money in the long term, you know, because I'm all about long term thinking. And so when when I go to this very bougie grocery store called Erewhon here in Los Angeles and Brennan and I like our eyes are like wide open, like, holy crap, we didn't even buy that much. How does it cost that much? We are also reminded that 
This is money that we are saving on prescription pills in the future or doctor visits in the future. And this is also food that keeps us alive. There's life force energy in here. And part of why I was told, you know, breathwork, meditation, yoga, and how I'm eating and, and to avoid coffee and stuff like that is because this is life force energy. And I also had the medium confirm for me that I've been giving a lot of my life force energy away and that I'm left completely tapped out every single night by the end of the day. And she said, you really need to meditate. You really need to take care of yourself because life force energy is everything. Um, I was shown to take probiotics and I have this amazing probiotic. If you guys don't know this company, Seed, um, it's actually it was introduced to me by one of my friends, Denise Lambertson, and she sent me this beautiful, like the packaging is so beautiful and they're very like all about environmental friendly packaging. So all their packaging is hundred percent compostable and they never send you like more jars. They'll send you like compostable uh, packages that you can then take your new probiotics and put them in the old jars. So they're all about, you know, that high consciousness stuff. And um, it's a really great probiotic. And I was just like, it was interesting because my friend Lauren was also channeling that we need more probiotics to maintain our life force energy. So that was really interesting. And then, of course, no coffee because I was told coffee promotes anxiety with me. Um, it really gets my heart going. And then I really like if I have spastic thoughts, it's only going to amplify what, what is already going on inside my body. Um, I was shown more adaptogenic mushrooms. Um, and if you guys don't know what that is, it's uh, ground up. Like what I buy is um, by the brand called Four Sigmatic and it's all organic and it's just ground up different like mushrooms. Like sometimes it's chaga, cordyceps, reishi mushrooms, um, a couple of different ones. They have mixes, they have them separately. They have really cool stuff. Like they even have coffee mushrooms, but obviously I'm not going to buy that. Um, they also have like a, uh, chai latte flavor, turmeric latte flavor. They have all different stuff that you can just drink. And so I've been drinking that every single morning and I've been feeling alive. You guys, I haven't had coffee in, I don't know, two weeks now, two and a half weeks. And I feel amazing. And then more alkalinizing foods. Um, I was told to, you know, drink more water with lemon, stuff like that, more fruits and vegetables, because as you guys know, in ceremony number four, I puked up acid, I purged acid out the other end. Um, there's acid leaving my body. And even though my body feels amazing now, I need to maintain that. And then of course, so much body love came through for me. Like I just love my body on a whole nother level. <laughs> like self-love is a whole nother level for me that I didn't even know was possible until I drank the hallucinogenic brew ayahuasca. Um, number five is business takeaways. So I talked a bit about how ayahuasca was showing me how to rebrand my, my colors, my brand colors. And interestingly enough, we're actually in the process of hiring a brand strategist and someone who can help, who has graphic design experience, who has marketing and brand strategy experience to come on our team full time as one of our uh, key team members. And because I know the importance of, you know, having beautiful visuals, because I believe that my content is life-changing. It is raising the consciousness of this planet, but in order to capture people's attentions, you gotta, you gotta look pretty too, right? So, and not in a vain way at all, just like you have to look visually appealing to capture people's attention. And we are doing a disservice by not having high quality branding 
in our business. And so we were actually in the process of hiring someone and Ayahuasca confirmed to me that that was the right way to go. She showed me how to do um, some of the rebranding, the colors. Uh, she threw away my logo. So obviously we need a new logo. Um, and then she was talking about how as I'm evolving to be more feminine and really embracing the divine feminine within me, my brand needs a more feminine feel. And she showed me that the feminine is about community-centered, so it's all about more community-centered. I had downloads about how to run my retreats um, in a more uh, beautiful way, I guess. I, I keep using beautiful as a describer, as an adjective, because um, that just describes like this whole experience. It's so beautiful. Um, so running my retreat in a more beautiful way or a more impactful way, I should say, um, how this manifestation Bay brand has always been about you guys. It's never been about me and, and how, and she showed me how to invite in more of that community feel, which I'm so excited to implement that in 2020. Um, and then new business idea came to me, as I mentioned, to help the environment and raise the consciousness of the planet. And I'm going to start doing research on how to implement that right now. And it's going to be in alignment with Manifestation Babe, but not um, part of Manifestation Babe, which is going to be so exciting because I've always envisioned myself having this like empire and having multiple businesses and um, owning multiple businesses and being the creative head of multiple multiple businesses. So it's just been so crazy. And I feel so in alignment with it because this is actually solving a major issue in our environment. And at the same time, it's in alignment with what I'm already passionate about when it comes to manifestation, babe. So stay tuned for that. I don't know when that's going to come. It might be 2021, 2022, just because we have so much in the works right now with manifestation, babe. I keep having to put my book on hold just because we are really setting a foundation for a business that um, is impactful, sustainable, long-term business where I can, I can also at the same time free myself up some time to be able to create fun projects like a book. Because I know there's a book in me. I already have a title, guys. I have all the chapters. I just need to sit down and write it. And then as well as this business too. Number six is the most impactful for me. I talked about numbing. Um, in ceremony number three, I believe is when I had all those downloads about how I'm numbing so much of my emotions. And this was shocking for me guys, because it's not like I felt like I was resentful or holding on to things or, you know, I preach forgiveness and I often practice, you know, the practice of forgiveness and I let a lot of things go, but there was shit that was, you know, and that was just me in the last three years, right? Me in the last three years really practicing this, but I'm 27 years old. So there's still 24 years of shit inside of me. And so I really learned through this experience how emotions are just energy in motion and there are no good emotions. There are no bad emotions. They just are. It is just energy. And how oftentimes we give our power away to our emotions. And especially like in a patriarchal society where the divine feminine is very oppressed and suppressed, um, we also oppress and suppress the, the healing of feeling our feelings and feeling our emotions. And so we don't know how to feel. We're not taught this in school, right? We're not taught what an emotion or a feeling is in school. And so we're, we're just neglecting this part of us. And then we are, you know, trying to analyze, we're trying to use a masculine approach with our emotions where we are analyzing it and we're trying to figure out what it means and we're putting a label on it. 
and we have feelings about our feelings and we have labels about our labels. And this is exactly how we give them all of our power. And so we've created this essentially society where people's emotions just have way too much power over them and people act out. They react to their emotions instead of just understanding that they don't have to act on their emotions. They can just feel and allow it to teach them something and allow them to tune in and allow them to figure out, you know, why they're feeling the way that they're feeling in their own way. We don't have to We don't have to do anything with our emotions except for just feeling them and how instead of numbing them, we can just try loving them. And that was the mantra that kept coming at me. Instead of numbing it, just try loving it. Instead of numbing it, just try loving it. And it was like a childish voice that kept coming out. And so I practiced loving my anxiety, loving my fears. Uh, Sarah, actually the shaman, the female shaman that was leading uh, Wednesday night ceremony, she kept saying, guys, if you're having an uncomfortable feeling or if you're afraid, just say to yourself, oh, I'm so cute when I'm afraid. I'm so cute when I have anxiety. I'm so cute. And it just like it really it really just goes to show you that these emotions don't have that much power over you. You are in control. You have all the power but you cannot numb because repressing it and suppressing it just pushes it down back into your energetic field. And then it just boils. It just, it just, the steam rises and it starts boiling and boiling until the lid just pops off, right? The pressure keeps increasing, increasing, increasing. And then it's no wonder that we have so many angry people that just like bust out of nowhere, just so angry and so pissed off and so offended by everything. And they're just so unhealed. They just don't know how to heal, right? They're unhealed people. When you keep finding offense in everything or you keep getting upset by everything or if everything is upsetting you, that's not the truth. That's just something unhealed being reflected back at you. And how feeling through every single emotion and feeling without giving it a label or suppressing it down is true freedom. Freedom is observation without judgment. And I realized how much that I was still distracting myself from really feeling through videos, like watching YouTube videos to distract myself after a long day or a hard day. Um, having conversations, like even just talking to someone, uh, trying to distract myself, not like talking as in processing, but like talking, trying to distract myself from what I'm actually feeling, trying to get my mind to focus on something else when that emotion is just trying to pass through. It's just energy, just trying to pass through. Uh, Food, like eating for comfort and even personal development books. Sometimes I'd feel shitty and I'd be like, oh my God, I can't feel shitty. I got to read a book. I got to, I got to, I got to take this emotion out, you know, and, and without feeling it, you're not actually taking it out. You're not actually releasing it. All you're doing is suppressing it. So that's what I really learned. And that was shocking for me because I didn't realize that I was like thinking, oh my God, like if I'm numbing my emotions, then most of the world is numbing their emotions and we're just stuffing crap down. And no wonder we feel so weighed down. No wonder we feel so heavy. No wonder we carry so much baggage around with us. We don't feel light. And when you don't feel light, it's very hard to manifest. It's very hard to focus on what it is that you want to create and all the amazing things in the world when you constantly feel feel so heavy and so weighed down. And speaking of that, number seven lesson is how, um, you know, the concept of 
no more evolving through pain. It's time to evolve through love. And something that really spoke to me that Jerry said on the very last day in our closing circle was how the days of the wounded healer are gone and how you don't need to suffer anymore to be anointed as a healer. We are all healers here and we are entering the days of the happy healer where the world doesn't need another saint. The world doesn't need another any more suffering. It just needs you. It just needs you to live your best life and raise the consciousness of the planet at the same time. You can't be a light worker if you're constantly suffering and constantly feeling pain. Your job as a light worker, and we're all light workers here, light workers, and then Rhythmia says light workers versus light warriors, which I don't know the difference. I still don't get the difference. So I'm just going to call it light workers. Light workers are here to bring the light to this planet at such a vulnerable time. I don't know if you've ever felt depression before in the past or sadness. Um, uh, I certainly have. And I, if I tune into that feeling, if I tune into those memories, all I see is just me being helpless laying there in bed. And when you're really upset and you're really sad and you're feeling depressed, how likely is it that you're going to go out into the world and inspire people? Not very likely at all. How likely is it that you're going to go out there and take action on your dreams? Not likely at all. So why do we think that suffering and pain is going to bring transformation to this world? It's not. There's enough pain. There's enough suffering already. It's time to let go. Like we've all felt it. We've all been through it to some degree, some way worse than others, but all of us have felt it. All of us have felt pain. All of us have felt suffering and it's no longer time to evolve through the pain. We don't have to evolve through pain anymore. We can evolve through love. We can evolve through joy, through peace, through harmony, because these emotions just weigh us down. It's time to feel through them, but also let them go and also start to choose love and choose joy and choose liberation and choose freedom and know that we are raising the vibration of this planet by bringing more light to it, by bringing more love to it. We are not doing our job if we're just bringing more pain and suffering to this planet. That's how we're going to transform the world. Number eight for me was to trust my intuition and psychic gifts. So I was told by ayahuasca that I'm very clairvoyant, I'm very clairaudient, and I'm very claircognizant, and that I've been, um, what does she say, dishonoring infinite intelligence by not trusting this, not trusting that I'm a wide open channel to source and that it's time to fully trust in my gifts and fully surrender to what the universe has in store for me as we co-create this life together. When I saw the medium the next day, it was the weirdest uh, reading that I've ever had because she looked at me towards the end and she said, I honestly don't know why you're here. You have your own gifts. Your intuition is always right. The visions that you see are your clairvoyance. The knowing that you have is your claircognizance. And I know that you hear your higher self. You hear spirit all the time talking to you. I don't know why you're here. Your gifts are just as good as mine. And this woman, mind you, is one of the top psychics in the world. Like She actually won a competition. Um, there's like a psychic show in Ukraine called like 
the competition of the psychics or who's the number one psychic in the world or whatever. And they're literally solving like murder mysteries and finding people in like trunks and stuff. Like they have, they have like these obstacles and the psychics are being tested like by to, you know, tested, um, their abilities are being tested. And so she's a really great psychic. Like she's got gifts. And the, the reading that she was doing for me, was like mind blowing. She was describing my personality to a T and my past to a T. And I was like, whoa. And she's like, your gifts are just as good as mine. And I am going to put you on the spot right now. And you're going to read me. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, what do you mean I'm going to read you? And so she allowed me to practice these gifts. And of course, I'm still developing these gifts, but I know that I have them. And a lot of what I was able to read from her was actually very accurate. And she was like nodding her head. She's like, yep. 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 And I was just like, whoa, okay. But I could still feel myself resisted a little bit and tense up and think like, oh my God, I have to do this right. I have to do this right. I have to do this right. Right. Which brings me to my next lesson, which is there is no wrong or right way to do life. And, but with the psychic, like I just, I just realized like, you know what? You're so right. I need to trust myself. I need to trust my visions. I I do have these gifts and that I do know what I'm doing. I'm always being guided. I'm always loved. I'm always protected. Like I am on the right path. And for the first time ever, I really solidified in my being, not just like intellectually, not just emotionally, but really in my body that my success is inevitable and I'm always on the right path. And I know I mentioned this in my breathwork class when I did my breathwork class in a previous episode that the only punishment that exists is self-punishment and there is no right or wrong way to do life and how we are all designed to evolve through love and we're all made to be successful. And so number nine is that there's no right or wrong way to do life. And I kept like freaking out about that for some reason at Rhythmia. I was like, oh my God, I'm not doing it right. I'm not doing it right. And Ayahuasca was like, Catherine, rules are just a construct of illusion. And I wrote in my journal, um, in my journal, actually, when I arrived to Rhythmia, I wrote down that I want to be my own best friend. And by that, I meant like, I want to feel very safe with myself. I want to, I want to know that I can trust myself. And that's exactly what I got at the end where I know that I am my own best friend and I truly get to create my life to be whatever it is that I want to be. And so do you. Like I want, I want these life lessons to not just be my life lessons, but I also want you, you know, as you're listening to me right now to really take in all these lessons as your own as well. Obviously tune into your own intuition when it comes to like your business or how you're eating, but these concepts of like the fact that there's so much more that goes on beyond the physical realm and how everything is conspiring in your favor, you know, don't numb your pain anymore. You could feel it. It's safe for you to feel emotion because by you not feeling it, you're just allowing it to weigh you down and how you can also choose to evolve through love and you can choose to trust your intuition. And we all have psychic gifts. We all do. It's just that we're either turning them down or we are suppressing them or we're not aware of them or we're just not tuned into them. But we all have these gifts and we're all spiritual beings in human form. We're all the entire universe inside of human form. And we are here to live the human experience and we get to create the human experience to be whatever it is that we want it to be. But we have to coexist and come together because the law of oneness states that we are all one. 
And so as long as someone is still suffering in the world and we are, are all feeling it, we're all suffering as well. And so it's important for us to raise the vibration of the planet together and to come together to relieve others of suffering. And by you living your best life, you are vibrationally inspiring others to live their best life too. And then, of course, there's so much more that just cannot be explained, cannot be quantified. Because again, you guys, I didn't just go to another planet. I went to another planet in another dimension. And so a lot of the stuff that I saw and learned and a lot of the stuff, even subconsciously what I picked up, cannot be explained or quantified because, of course, it's subconscious. But for me in general... Ayahuasca was a very eye-opening experience and it confirmed a lot of what I had already knew and what I've already been teaching, but it gave me a very in-my-body experience, which I'm so grateful for because now I know to my very core that this is how the universe works, that manifestation is absolutely real, and that you can, you can be, do, and have anything and everything that you want. Um, I know I'm going to get asked this a lot, so I'm just going to keep repeating it that, you know, is ayahuasca for everybody? Um, I believe that if you are not called to drink it, you probably shouldn't just because it's way too intense if you're not ready for it. But if you are, and if you are being called to it, and if this, if you see this as a sign of like, wow, I really want to go and, and have my own experience, then I say, go for it. And I highly recommend Rhythmia as your first time, especially since, you know, they have medical staff there. They have psychological staff at the facility. So you can really talk to anybody about any of your concerns. So if you have a health concern, if you have like a mental concern, if you have, um, you know, any kind of concern that you could possibly think of and you're just like, wow, is ayahuasca for me? Is it safe for me to do it? definitely have someone confirm for you at Rhythmia. And that's the beauty of this facility and the beauty of this retreat is because you know that by the time you get cleared to do ayahuasca, like you're going to be safe. Like you're going to be fine because they ask you a ton of questions. They take your blood pressure. They get your, your like whole health history and make sure that, and of course it's up to you to be honest about it, right? Like they're not going to like peer in your medical files from whatever country you come from, but it's so important for for you to be honest because even if you do have a health concern, it just might mean that you could do um, less of ayahuasca or ayahuasca through a tincture. You could still show up to ceremony and you can still receive a miracle of some sort because when you're in the energy of ceremony, even if you're not drinking or not drinking a lot, you're still receiving healing because everything is happening on a quantum level. And as everybody around you is healing, you are healing too. And so they're healing for you and you're healing for them. And it's such a crazy experience. But it is a very powerful psychedelic. It's one of the most powerful psychedelics known to mankind, to humankind. So definitely, 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 I would suggest go to Rhythmia. And ayahuasca in general is very, very safe, but you have to do it in the right set, the right setting, and of course, be a fit for the experience. So you guys, that is all I have to say on my experience. I want you to let me know, um, if you will, what you thought of this series. So I did turn it into a series. I'm so curious. I'm loving your screenshots, your DMs, your comments, your takeaways. Please continue to let me know. Let me know if you have your own experience. Let me know if you've decided to go to Rhythmia after listening to these episodes. And then just in general, you know, even if you don't plan on ever doing ayahuasca, just at least 
um, share with me what you thought of the the takeaways and and perhaps I helped you in some way, shape or form by sharing my takeaways um, and you had some aha moments that could help transform your life as well. Also, get your booty inside of the Epically Aligned Bootcamp if you haven't already. All current offerings and links and anything you could possibly f- want to find for what I'm currently promoting in general is manifestationbabe.com slash links. Again, that's manifestationbabe.com slash links. And you can currently, as of the time of this episode's airing and recording, Epicway Align is enrolling, and that is my New Year's boot camp. So it's a three day live workshop. It is only $111, and you guys know my academies are $1,000 and up. So if you want to work with me in a live format, three workshops, create the best freaking year of your life yet, and come in for such a low, low, low investment, a no-brainer investment, this is your opportunity to do so. And we're going to go through this together. You get a community, you get a Facebook group, you get the live workshops. It's all recorded. You get to keep it for life, and it's going to be a ton of fun. So get your butt inside there, and then besides that... I will see you guys in the next episode. I hope you have a very happy holiday season. I hope you have a fantastic new year. I have a few more New Year's um, related episodes coming your way, so stay tuned for that. And I hope you have an amazing day. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra inspiration on Instagram by following at ManifestationBabe or visiting my website at ManifestationBabe.com. I love and adore you so much and can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and manifest some magic.